What is good, Divine Does? Guess who got some good sleep last night? Me, right here, your girl over here. Okay, caught up with the parents. Um, They're good, they're in good spirits, and that's all right by me. If you hear any background noise, I'm outside, y'all. I'm outside, okay? Um, Even my Bruno, when he woke up, he was all like in an extra happy mood and everything. It's so cute. And then, um, so I, y'all know these TikTok Montgomery brawl stuff, I really could have posted more, but I was like, nah, these people are going to think, <laughs> I love a good laugh, y'all. It's been a, a long time since I've had like a really good laugh and stuff. Um, but for an educational moment here, this, this will bring me to the table to start having conversations, right? Um, so uh maybe i've been sitting here listening quietly and attentively so it's not the the most entertaining compilation but it is educational so we learned about the people that were arrested i'm not i'm going to leave some of that alone a little bit for right now but one of the guys that was arrested um from the little bit i could hear cuz the volume is kind of low yeah i have it all the way up um but when they uploaded, the volume is really low, so it's kind of hard, and I'm not going to put headphones in to listen to this. So, uh, the guy said something about, I don't need your superior white dollars, and I was like, excuse me, what? Let me, let me go back to this part right here. I think it's from, Mar- it has to be from Marathon. Well, apparently, it seems as if, um, here it is. So apparently one of the the guys, the white guys that got arrested for assaulting the officer, the security guard in the Montgomery Ward, he owns the um, Vaster's Mini Mart, um, which I think is is like part of like a, let me see, there's a gas station that they're boycotting out here. It's called Marathon. Let me see. So a little bit of a connection there. So I guess they were trying to boycott his mini mart. And he says, I don't need you people's money. I prefer the superior white dollar. Y'all. Okay, so let me try to, uh, I will take a screenshot of this. So that's 749. Okay, so there are a group of um, people that are um, outside of the, the mini mart and I guess they're letting people know, like, hey, these were the people that were involved. And so when I tell you there's crickets, nobody's going into the mini mart to buy stuff. No one's pumping at the gas station. I think from what I'm seeing here, because he's moving around, you know how sometimes they could be like the marts side by side and stuff? Because uh, the only the only thing that has me a little confused is why this gas station here says Marathon on it but in either event yeah y'all they decided to boycott that now that's what i'm talking about like the whole violence thing i mean we live in a world where if you're assaulted you got a knuck if you buck man (laughs) god forbid i can't fight to save my life but i feel like i would just have to program myself like if you lay hands on me then i just have to sum up sum up summon up all the anger and rage and just let it out and 
defend myself type of a thing, which um I have been assaulted before. It was and it, and it was when I was a whole entire grown adult. This is like maybe about six years ago now, or yeah, because it's what it was when I used to be a real estate agent. Um, and this Asian woman, she just attacked me in the office. Um, and and there's there's you know I think you have to take into consideration too because if the of the setting type of a thing, right? So we're in the office setting and you have to figure out because you would have never thought it was a it was a small Asian lady. I'm six foot one. I had on heels. You know, I was dressed professionally. Obviously, I'm in the office and I don't know what possessed her. So you, I think also there's a height because my, one of the things my mom taught us is that when we're, since all of us are tall and my brothers and stuff, it's like, you have to be careful that you're not aggressive with people or because you can be seen as an aggressor. So I had to take all of that real quick into consideration. Um, and yes, I did talk to my boss about it. Um, should have called the police because it was uh, aggravated assault type of a thing. But um, that was handled, but I never did go back to that office. Um, although it should have been another way. But anyways... Uh, that's, those are my thoughts on, on, on what happened there. If you, you can't just go around laying your hands on people. And I think that it was appropriate that other people stepped in to help him, which has not always been the case. Right. And I think in terms of the underlying sentiments, yeah, we need to stick together more. But like I said, what got me, what tickled my fancy was the economic component, y'all. Now, now we're starting a conversation going. Now we're getting the ball rolling because if we can stick together and say, you know what? Because this is what gets us in trouble. We will still support people that um, support in terms of give them our (laughs) black dollars when they still continue to treat us down a certain way. Martin Luther, for all of the, you know, problems that have come up with him, Martin Luther at some point started to talk about the economic boycott, right? About hurting them in their wallets, right? So I don't have to throw a blow, but I can sure hit you in the wallets. At this point, for the most part, and when you look at even, um, I was thinking about this when I clicked on this this morning about the Montgomery brawl. When you think about how much black culture drives the culture, right? Um, We contribute in terms of um, creativity to the tune of trillions of dollars. Don't come at me, bruh. There's stats on it. I can pull it up in another podcast if you want me to with with screenshots of all the numbers. But we influence um, uh, trends to the tune of trillions of dollars. So you have all these, you know, creative outlets coming on to TikTok, okay? TikTok don't give a damn about black people, truth be told. But how much has our traffic gone up with just the way that we're engaging with this content and letting our voices be heard, right? Um, And it's crazy things like good and or bad, cheese is getting sold out, chair is getting sold out, you know, um... The number of shirts I've seen come out, tattoos coming out. and But I say all these like in the sense of like it drives our spending, it drives our habits, right? But um, 
And so if we were to take back some of that, I think we're, that's one of the first steps in the, in the right direction. They're like little mini steps, right? Defend yourselves, work together, and then hit them in the pocket. A lot of these franchises, if they, let say what you really feel. If you if that's how, let more people come in and say like, I don't, I prefer white dollars. Cool, and then honor that. And I think that even like for me myself, um, yesterday I uploaded a, a podcast. I was talking about the um, why women prefer to go to to women OBGYNs, and. That one, to me, it's just, that's always been my preference, you know? But when it came to getting my hair and my nails done, or like my nails, my nails done, because I've always gone to a female hairdresser. I will never let a man do my hair. I don't care. Um, I could never. I don't know that I'd ever let them do my makeup either, to be quite honest. But, um, and I talked about how I've had, I, I think... One time I had a male do my nails, but it was because of the the place that I went to. Um, it was it's kind of funny. They're they're supposed to be one of the best. Um, it was a little bit of a drive, and they're really good at what they do. But they have you in and out like within half an hour to forty five minutes, and it's like um, that's where I would go and get my Swarovski's crystals on my fingers and like my nails and. Um, all these really pretty 3D designs and everything like that. And so I didn't know which nail tech to go to. So they just assigned me to someone. But that was kind of funny too, because um, it's like he was this, he was became available, but everybody else kind of like figured out who they wanted to. So I asked my friend who she went to, and I just started going to that person um, uh, when I went in the future. But... Uh, when it comes to like supporting Asian business, I remember a lot of us like black women, we kind of waffled back and forth between like, well, I know that we're going through stuff with the Asian community right now, but I still need to get my nails done and, you know, and that type of thing. And so I stood in solidarity with, with, I don't personally agree. Like I said, I, even to the point where my whole, I've never gotten physically assaulted in, in, elementary school, high school. This was five years ago. And y'all know I'm a whole entire grown A woman, you know, and in my real estate broker's office and to be assaulted by an Asian person, is like the audacity, right? And so, um, before that happened, but it was, and that was when the tensions were high between the black community and the Asian community, but this has been ongoing. Matter of fact, I remember um, my my grand aunt lived really close to where the Rodney King beatings lived, and everything went up in fire. I remember, like we used to go out to visit her, um, like once a week, right? We'd go out there once a week for years. Um, we stayed with her for a little bit when I was a little kid, and then my parents wanted to take us out of that environment because there we would be like I shared the story before, but some of my earliest memories from there is like watching Sesame Street. I'm the oldest of four, and we would learn like with their shootings. And I remember my mom running in to come and get us to, to get down on the floor, and we had to like crawl into the back room. And she had green carpet, like it was like the long, stringy, shaggy carpet, and crawling down there and just hiding behind the bed and anytime you hear shots you just get down and all kinds of crazy stuff 
But, um, and my mom did not like that for us. Um, at that point it was only three of us kids. So she had, it was two, two of us, me and one of my brothers and then a newborn. And then we moved to another, um, another area. But, um, with the Rodney King, um, stuff like the post office that was just right down the block from my mom, my grandma's house was completely up in flames. Everything got booted and, you know, looted and burnt down and stuff. And we were so worried for her. And I remember my mom having to, to make sure that when we left the house, like I had my favorite red pants back then. I had like green pants. It was weird. Now, mind you, went to like a predominantly white school. So we were wearing like weird color pants and stuff. But um, and so like I, I couldn't wear them. I could wear them where I lived in the valley, but not to Los Angeles, baby girl. Not you can't wear red, blue, you know, um, at one point bandanas used to be in. That was like when Aaliyah used to wear the bandana, you know, type of a thing. And so it's like, yeah, I get that you could get one to wear that out here, but you can't wear that over there. Okay. It's just no. So she would check us before we go out. But I, you know, remember about the, how they used to treat, I think in Los Angeles, black people, the, you know, part of, there was that, there was also where the, um, that woman, she was never charged, um, that shot the little black girl in her head. She wanted to buy like a 75 cent soda can and she had put the soda on the counter and the Asian woman says she felt intimidated, so she just shot the child with just cold, blank, whatever. It was, you know, type of a thing, and no charges. And But that's how they treat you. And I've seen even in la- between last year, this year and last year, so by then we've been been boycotting for me. You know, I stopped going to, and I remember sometimes I'd pass by some of my regular spots and they would be kind of like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good, you know, I'll say hi, but I'm not, you're not doing my nails. I will get like a mobile black tech to come out and do my nails or I'll go to a black owned nail salon, right? Um, But um, there, I was going somewhere else with that. But yeah, I do believe in pulling back your money from these places. I think that a lot, and I don't know how, how, far we will go with this because if for some of us women like we still went back to you know having Asians do our nails and stuff like that or if they're like lash techs and even going to their hair places like I started and the best I could like anything I needed I would go to black owned stores or I would just shop online which you know they're probably more than likely still behind a lot of those things but for the most part I would buy like black owned stuff and like natural hair care things or just kind of like um like Redken is one of my favorite brands so it's you know probably at this point like white owned and stuff but um yeah, I, I stopped going to like even my local beauty shop place. So, it, it you know, that's how I stand in solidarity. That's how I feel like I can make a difference. And so it's one thing to see women do it. But of course, uh, I don't know if we will be able to hold this up culturally because some of us, some some people, and this is interesting, they don't really identify as as black. So it kind of, I don't know how far this movement will go because, 
you will still have the same arguments of like, my needs trump whatever the goals are. So, you know, I still need to get my gas. I've always gone there for years, you know, and I'm not black anyways. I know black. I know black. I know black. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 you know. But I, I like it. I dig it. Like, if I lived there, listen, even over here, like, if you tell me, like, there's discrimination against our people or, like, you know, people who look like me, I I wouldn't go, you know. I I really, truly wouldn't. I mean, I'm trying to think over the years if there's other brands that I just don't go to, if there's blatant, oh, 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 oh wait, wait, wait. Um, Goya, I don't buy anything Goya. Um, what's another one? Um, let me see. Let me think. I I have other examples that are not coming off the top of my brain right now. But yeah, so like if it's like little brand stuff, like yeah, we're just not buying that brand or we stay away from that from that type of place or stuff like that. But. Mm, maybe maybe it's going to be interesting because, like I said, you're still going to have the demographic of people that kind of feel like, you know, they're just not black. So they're going to shop there and it just is what it is. And it's not even like there are there white people. I think one of the, the obviously the compilation that I put up, um, it was so funny because it was right there in the title. This person had stitched like thoughts of white people, are there all white people who think that, you know, that they're willing to just call you all kinds of N-words and get into a fight with you? No. Go shop with those people, right? They're showing solidarity with you so you can go shop with them and go use their services, right? But I just don't understand. Like, it's funny, we talk about how black men are treacherous and they're not loyal, but women do it too. We be out here too. We be getting our nails done with, with people that don't care for us. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I remember just last year, within last year, um, <clears throat> but of course it's been ongoing, These uh, it'd be like these black women trying to get their nails and their eyelashes done. And on so many different um occasions and I'm not going to put the compilations up here I I'm not going to be bothered with that um it's out there if you want to find it and what I tell you they were brutalizing these black women like pulling them down to the floor cuz they thought they had stolen something or like punching these black women um type of a thing and you think the other black women like helped them or, or left the store or boycotted it no no. And matter of fact, I think one of them they were selling here and um, they had assaulted this other woman, like punched her. And so they were trying to get a boycott going to where it's like, stop going to these places to buy the hair. And the line was, they didn't care. They didn't care. So I don't know. I'm probably one of a dying breed. I, I think it would kind of make sense because the way that most people are trying to go right now is they're not trying to identify as black or white. I'm not even going to say there's anything wrong with it. I think that even when I posted the other Montgomery Brawl um, podcast, I felt like um, if you have more white people that can see right for wrong and wrong for, you know, right for right and wrong for wrong, 
then that is a turning point as opposed to I'm white, so I'm right. You know, or like, or that type of a thing. Um, and so that could be a turning point. Um, do I think that reparations are not owed? No, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again and I'll keep it really, really short. But you, even when you think about karmically, you know, you can't just, um, throw your hand, throw a stone and hide your hand. If you have a history that shows that you enslaved people, um, you need to pay them what, what, what is due. You know, am I going to hold my breath and not try to become the best person that I can be in this lifetime? No, but that money needs to be owed. And I think that it's disingenuous to be like, well, these people weren't even alive when that happened. So why are you going to take it out to them? It has to do with the, with the, with the structures. And here's the thing too, it's, it's major gaslighting. I don't like when black people are the ones pushing that agenda because if, other cultures were paid. Do you still have people from the Holocaust, the white Holocaust being paid out? You still have like the Japanese being paid out. You still have the Chinese being paid out. They have the Native Americans being paid out, you know, type of a thing. So these people will try to gaslight you and, and that kind of stuff. You you got to pay what it's worth. It's just kind of like saying like, I don't know. I feel like there's no statute of limitations to what they did. Okay. Um... And I don't think we can sit in a society where they have benefits that they still benefit from, right? Um, And it's really unfortunate that the bucket got kicked down the road, right? It really is. Um, But yeah, so those are kind of my thoughts. I I don't know. I probably am one of a dying breed. It's it's at that moment she comes to the realization like, yeah, I might be the only one out here boycotting gas stations and hair salons and, you know, where I got my nails done. But again, in many ways, I am a dying breed. Um, And can I adapt to this? Can I move with the changes? Yeah, Mm, you know. Um. Mm. Um. What would this mean for the future? I think, like, if we were to move into a world where black people don't exist, like I'm no longer a black person, well, then where would I choose how to spend my money? So let's just say. Like, even though if you see me, you're going to seem a black person. But between you and me, I'm not black, y'all, okay? Um, so um, then it would come down to, like, okay, does this... Like, for example, I talk a lot about the, the designer brands, right? Um, there are designer brands. Like, I used to love designer brands, right? Kind of got it out of my system. But one of the... I've talked about this before, too. Like, there are... Well, those have to do with racism, so I would boycott designer brands. And again, there are people who will wear like Prada, Gucci, Burberry. Those are the top three that they have blatant cases of um of blackface, use of blackface. But again, who knows? Listen, I feel like at a certain point, like if, if I'm going to be the last person 
that's something that I'm going to have to examine with myself. If I'm going to be the last person, you know, that's like, oh, I'm not going to wear Gucci Prada and, and um, I'm going to get to Balenciaga um, and Burberry, you know, and I'm the only black person not doing it. I, might I just give it and be like, damn it, I'll just buy it, whatever, because I'm out here trying to stand for something and everybody's just, they don't see blackface as a big enough issue to stop buying from these brands. Who knows? Maybe check me in five years. I'll be just, and I'll come on here. I will, I promise y'all, because I'm low-key a troll. I will troll myself. I will come out here fully decked in like Prada, Gucci, and Balenciaga, like, or, or, um, Burberry. If y'all ain't with the ish, then I, listen, if you're not black, I'm not black either. I am gonna buy stuff that have blackface on it, whatever. Why should I be the only one trying to keep uphold the moral, you know, have virtues and morals and standards? So, but another interesting turning point for me was I low-key did like Balenciaga. I actually liked them before they um, got Kim Kardashian as their ambassador. I think that she has made like their brand look even worse. But with that being said, with Balenciaga... When I tell you I will never, ever touch their stuff again, um, they came out in a scandal this year about like um, P-E-D-O stuff for children. And it was some deep, dark stuff. Um, And the campaign and everything was so explicitly graphic, um, like... It was just blatant in your face, like, this is how we, you know, um, view children, like, with the whole child trafficking type of a thing. And there's even, like, um, I don't want to get too, too graphic, but there's, when, when a child has been essayed, like, you can, it at a young age, it makes their pupils a certain way. And they had the children with those same type of um, imagery in their eyes. And they also had something about like the article of um, like affecting PEDOs, um, like the actual article in between like the designer, like the bag and the belts and stuff like that. And um, for the children, like there's there's like deep um, PEDO culture stuff that you can see the imagery in there. And it, if you know, you know. And if you didn't know, depending on where you went, you, you, it's it's right there in your face. And I'm not, I don't F with it. I don't F with that. So I will never touch Balenciaga. Now, and that's so interesting to me too, because even as I'm talking this out, it kind of maybe does show, you know what, I, I sometimes it does get a little bit tiring of being the right person, but let's just say like, I no longer identify as a black person and I go by Burberry because I really like their stuff or I go by um, Prada or Gucci because I really like their stuff in spite of the blackface. I probably could be like, you know what, eh. But the Balenciaga thing and how they treat children, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You wouldn't find me alive or buried in that stuff. Absolutely not. I don't think that that's something that you can wash out of your culture. Like, you would have to go to extreme measures and to get those people out of whoever was designing that stuff, like, right down to the ownership. So, um... <laughs> you will never ever catch me in Balenciaga. It's a damn shame. Um, 
But yeah, my other favorites like uh, are so far like Balmain and, and U Saint Laurent. But I feel like, you know, like I said, I, I'm in my own space on that. So yeah, it's just, I guess at some point too, like the energy I kind of feel right now too is as much as I would like to see movements, uh, I don't want to be like just one of a few people that is out here trying to do the, you know, certain things and stuff like that. So I was talking about how, you know, do, I don't, I don't know how far the economic, um, boycotting will go in the black community. Um, I think in in the trading world we call it a a dead cat bounce, um, and so it's like something tries to launch, and then it just it might it and then it completely drops down, and then it has like a little bit of a rise, but it's not anywhere as high as the first, and then it just falls off. Um, but would we do an economic? Um, boycott for other things in terms of like how we view you know like for example here's another example like I don't shop at Walmart I don't shop at Walmart why I'll tell you why I don't shop at Walmart and then I'm gonna hop off of here I don't shop at Walmart because I'll never forget when we were on the verge of the pandemic and all of these companies got um economic stimulus or like bailout money to help pay for um, it, it was supposed to go to salaries. It was supposed to go to wages so that they didn't have to lay off all of these people, um, during the, the, the beginning of the pandemic. I remember this was like in December and I remember I was at home in my room watching on my laptop and there was this story that came up and this guy was being interviewed outside of a Walmart and he said, I was working yesterday, I came back tomorrow, and everything is closed up and boarded up, and they didn't tell us that they were firing us or letting us go, they just completely shut down the whole entire Walmart. And and they talked about how other Walmart places shut down when Walmart was one of the major recipients of money specifically to help make sure that they kept their employees paid. And at that point, I vowed I would never. So um, I've had to go one time because the um, charity place that I w- went to, that's the place where she had the voucher for. And I'm like, golly, not for anywhere else. But they gave like a, a I don't know, I think was it like a $100 or $200 voucher for um, uh, like 501Cs, like if they wanted to donate back to the community or, you know, use those goods. So that's what we used for Christmas. But outside of that, I I don't go into Walmart. Walmart. I don't shop at Walmart. They do not get a dollar out of me. Again, I'm aware I'm one of a dying breed because I'm the only one that's like keeping back my, you know, one or 200 or $300 worth of whatever a month that I would spend there. Uh, you know, that I, you, yeah, you're not going to catch me going to a Walmart <laughs> I don't have any families or family or friends that work at a Walmart. I did way back when I was in college. Um, 
<clears throat> but I don't know. I haven't, I did not keep up in touch with her anymore. But outside of that, it's not like I have any connections. It just grinded my my gears. It doesn't align with how I view, how I think companies have a responsibility to their employees, you know? Um. So, yeah. But anyways, y'all, that, that, that turned a little bit serious for the, <laughs> for a Saturday morning. So, let me just finish watching this. Like I said, it wasn't the most entertaining, but I definitely learned from it. Uh, I don't really feel like beating anybody over the head. I think, like I said, I probably just put dying dinosaur in, in it. I think that they're on the right path, <clears throat> but a little bit too late. Like if we had done this like maybe 10 years ago, 20 years, 30 years ago, but we are now moving into a stage where black people don't necessarily identify as black. Um... And so, um, I don't know. I might try it on for size, y'all. <laughs> I might try it on for size and just kind of see what that experience feels like. Like, I'll just walk around telling people I'm not black and stuff. And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit of a troll type of thing because they're just going to think you're, like, kind of psychotic. But whatever. Um. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't come on here pretending to have all the answers. I think it just captured my attention and I feel like <clears throat> we'll see. We will see if 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 it goes any further than Montgomery Brawl where we're boycotting other businesses that show their ass to black people, I'm down. I'm with the shit. Like I'm so for it. But if y'all ain't going to do it, I'm not going to do it either. You know, I'll just stick to not going to Walmart and not buying Balenciaga. Like, those are the two major ones that are on my hit list right now where, yeah, I'm not, I won't ever, you know, uh, back down on that. But, yeah. So, anyways, I think I've made my point. Like I said, it is so quiet, y'all. Listen to this. This is a Saturday morning. Finally got to sleep in. And it, it makes sense because this is like the second week that school has started. And some of my neighbors, like on one track, they have kids. And I think it's like when you know when you're um, two weeks of having to wake up really early in the morning. And then on this side, on this side, it's mostly we're more mature families. Um, so like uh, not not a lot of kids and or people that are retired or have adult children, um, uh, type of a thing. So everybody's just, it's a sad, usually by this time you kind of hear like just a little bit of rustle, hustle and bustle, but it's 941 and I tell you, it is quiet. Like no pool parties, no music, no chatter, not a lot of cars going around. Y'all, matter of fact, why did my phone get blown up last night? Um, they were talking about uh, we are expecting a storm watch, and I, I even told my mom, I'm like, nah, it's nothing to be worried about. These people out here tripping, y'all. I opened the email, and it said like in my county, um, like where my niece, her county, um, and lots of flash flood areas. Um, high winds is like, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide the dog. Cause this storm Hillary is coming for everybody. Y'all, I didn't think it would get this 
far inland, but apparently Hillary is not here to play. Um, it's been like a little bit of raining over by in Vegas where my, my little sister is, but I feel like, um, we're supposed to be expecting the brunt of it tomorrow, Sunday and Monday. So I'll keep you guys posted. Let me see the weather. Like outside the sun is out right now. But y'all, I'm I'm we'll see. Like I said, all you can do is kind of prepare, kind of keep an eye out and, you know, you never know cuz it it could be things like if the power lines go down, then we don't have electricity, but it's warm, so the most thing you'd have to worry about is staying cool. Um, we're not in a type of area where we, we would expect landslides and we are not expecting to really travel too much. So, um, it's not like we're going to be on the roads or highways or stuff like that, at least for the next two days. But some places, some of my family are more concerned about because they're like in high desert and, um, like landslides and that type of stuff and the transportation to that area. So we'll see y'all. Keep send us love and light over here, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me get back to this TikTok Montgomery brawl thing. I I one thing about is, you know, I really I, I did a podcast and I didn't upload it. I've um it's a tragedy, but I was just kind of talking about how I just love our humor so much. You know, um, as much as we are a special breed, we have a great sense of humor about stuff. And I think sometimes you just have to laugh not to cry. Um, And so I just love how creative that's feminine energy in terms of creativity and expression and that type of a thing. I was thinking about that the other days, just, you know. All right. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So, oh yeah, because this is around the time. So by 9.44, by now I would have been done trading. So my body obviously doesn't know the difference between what happens during the week and the weekend. So by now I would have already had a snack. um, And probably getting ready for a late late morning uh, nap because I have to wake up at 5, 5.30. So, yeah, this is why I like I'm just hungry. Um so got to go find something to eat. I can probably make a smoothie. I have a bunch of like um I bought a bunch of like uh like frozen fruits, so like bananas, strawberries, blueberries, cranberries, mangoes, papaya, um and now I just need a base for it too to blend it, and then that will keep me full for a little bit of time. And I don't know. I'll just go connect with my parents. They actually they're supposed to be at church, y'all. <laughs> they're supposed to be at church. Um, but they are basically missing out Sabbath school right now. Or yeah. Um and then Church starts at 11, but they're usually, they would be, they would have been, been, you know, whatever, but they're tired, so I will see what they're up to. They'll probably just rest today because they came in yesterday at six in the morning and then Sunday is probably where we'll, you know, I'll see if they want to do anything, so. All right, y'all, talk to y'all later. Stay out of trouble.
you know? You know what's so interesting? Like, I saw, like, when the, the women from both sides, from the black and the white side, they were in there, too. They were standing by their man. Stand by your man. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I, I, I've been a little bit ride, ride or die, so... I like to think that in my mind, but thankfully, none of the guys I ever was with ever put me in a situation where I had to like throw those bows either type of thing, throw those bones. But I feel like um, I've, I in the back of my mind, like if I see somebody I, I've never been around, like my friends getting jumped or anything like that. But if I had to take off a shoe and like hit you over the head while you're on top of my friend, then yeah, I'm gonna do that or like hit you with my handbag. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. You know, um, I might not have the most strength or the best tactic, but yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, so if that bat, that hat signal had gone up and I don't know. A lot of people were like, yeah, the women should have sat this one out. Uh, mm. I don't know. Maybe in the day of our Lord, like maybe when that does happen, I'll just be like, let me hold your, your glasses in your belt and just rest in my femininity and watch them, you know, <laughs> watch the men brawl and just be like, well, y'all know. Of course, the backlash would have been like, oh, these women, they don't fight. Ah, whatever. Oh, this is hunger talking. Let me let me get off of here. Let me get off of uh, Anchor and let y'all go. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.